Oh, they don't tune in for John. Oh, really? He's really just... A lot of people write in to complain about him. Mm. They refer to him as filler. Uh, the times he's talking is like dead air. Well... I, I don't feel that way. I disagree, but no, I won't I, make a fuss about it. That's what it is. Yeah. Anyway, it's very nice. Uh, today's Monday, April 25th, 1983. Today we're reading the 1772nd ever Guardian strip. It's just now occurring to You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that, with 2020 hindsight, really could have used more clarity early on about its target audience. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. Uh, my name is Christine, and I am Jim Davis. Christine, where is John Gibson, and what have you done to him? Um, he just fucked off. He really did. Mm. He really. Do you feel like he just doesn't care about the podcast anymore? Or that he doesn't care about our listeners specifically. It might be a combination of both, Chris. Mm. John Gibson, a shiftless and irresponsible ne'er-do-well. Uh, well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, I really miss John. I, I wish he was here. And I'm sure everyone out there wishes he was too. So. I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are probably indifferent. I don't know. Isn't he everyone's favorite? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't think he's everyone's favorite. I I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, mostly they focus on the guest hosts. Uh, I I disagree. I disagree. But, you know, I won't make a fuss about it. All right. Christine, today is Monday, April 25th, 1983. Today we're reading the 1772nd ever Garfield strip. Um... Need to start with two preliminary issues. Number one, uh, correction and apology. In yesterday's episode for uh, Sunday, April 24th, 1983, I should have noted that episode uh, Garfield 1771 was a rare palindrome, and I failed to do that. I apologize. Number two, it's time before we get to the Garfield for our latest mini segment this is the second week christine this is very exciting mm-hmm. the segment is always called i put a hex on you uh-huh. and in this segment we review every one of the 16 million seven hundred seventy seven thousand two hundred and sixteen hex colors web colors in order by hex code now you're gonna you missed the first week so you're probably you'll be missing a little bit of the context but it's my pleasure to introduce you to hex color zero 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 seven. Mm-hmm. Take a look at that. Tell the audience what you think about this hex color. Heck, about this color there. About the color zero 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 seven. Yeah. I, I don't have any strong feelings about it. Nah, it's basically just black. Yeah. It's, it's um, black with an infinitesimal amount of blue. Okay. Hopefully this hopefully this segment will get more interesting as we progress. Okay. All right, uh, turning back to the Garfield, got three panels here. In panel one, this is a callback to a very old setup. Garfield is reading a letter. He's using cursive writing. Well, he's reading cursive writing. He's reading cursive writing. You know, it's very hard to read. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I was just on the tail end of the cohort that was taught cursive in school. Mm. I don't think they teach cursive anymore. No, do you still remember how to do cursive? 
Um, I can read this. I don't think I could write in cursive oh. particularly well. Okay. I think I could. Yeah. Yeah. I try. Yeah, talk into the microphone. Okay, for the benefit of listeners, Christine is writing cursive on a notepad. Or she's writing sort of a semi-cursive. Okay. Okay. What about my name? So this is a setup we used to see on occasion where Garfield receives mail from readers, reads the mail on, you know, on air, on the strip, and then makes a joke about it as he's walking away. For the benefit of listeners, Christine has already lost interest in this podcast and is just enjoying writing cursive on a notepad. Um, the letter reads, Dear Garfield, what is your favorite all-time film? And Garfield's looking down at the, uh, at the page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In panel two, Garfield looks up at the audience and th- responds in thought, It's Old Yeller. Which was a movie that came out in some year. I'm not right. looking it up. It's, mm-hmm. it's about a dog. Mm-hmm. And panel three, he's um, dropped the piece of paper on the ground there. He's walking off in sort of a three-quarter back profile. You can see his butt. Well, you can, yeah, you can see his butt. You can get a great view of Garfield's non-existent butthole. Mm-hmm. Like, we should really see a butthole. Does like, he you've ha- seen cats. Does he have a butthole? He doesn't have a butthole. He's never... Depicted with a butthole. He's never depicted. Okay, I'm glad we finally interested you here. Well, no, I mean, it's just, I, I, you know, uh, I think people don't like talking about the butthole, about the anus. Mm. It seems to be a taboo subject, you know, and uh, just like, you know, people don't want to talk about pooping. I think we've talked about this before. Do you, I mean, do have you have... we talked s- about this on Garfield before? I feel oh, like we you, have. I mean, on Being Jim Davis, yeah, we've talked about Garfield's butthole many times. Right, right. I mean, everyone does it. Everyone has a butthole. Everyone does it. Um, unless you've got some weird tumor coming, growing out of your butt and it's cancerous and then, then you, there's a real issue. You've something. got our condolences in that case. Yeah, yeah we yeah. feel bad. I mean, certain- you know... Feel like you're you're really you're done for rubbing done it in for. those people's faces, mm. making fun. Um, mm. Yeah, we never yes. see Garfield's butthole though. Okay. It's a real disappointment. One of the joys of a cat is when it walks away, it has its tail up. You get to get a good look at its butthole. Um, is that weird? That that is a. Did you refer to it as a pleasurable thing? To I say? feel like it's one of the joys of, of joys. having a cat around. <laughs> It's like when it walks off, <laughs> they go out of their way to show you they lift that tail way up. They really want you to have a good look. I, I mean, look, I don't mind looking at the, the, the butt. I don't know that the, specifically that it has something to do with the butthole necessarily. Okay, but. I feel like you started out here by saying like, oh, this is a big taboo. We should talk about it more. We should be uh-huh, more open. Uh-huh. And then and I'm like, yeah, it's a real joy to see a cat walking away, see its butt there. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, what a weirdo you are. <laughs> um, wow. Anyway, so he's walking away and uh-huh. his thought is, I love movies with happy endings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the joke here. What is the joke? Because again, I, okay. as you know, I usually don't, I don't get this one. Yeah. So for people who aren't 100 years old 
Old Yeller was a movie. It might have been in black and white. It was about a dog. And in the end, the dog dies. I think Old Yeller becomes rabid and they have to shoot it. Oh, no wonder and it's, it's a, a happy ending for Garfield. Yeah, it's, it's actually a very sad yeah, it's, ending. It's all coming back to me. I have seen that movie. You've seen Old Yeller? I've seen, I have. I, as a child, I saw it and I remembered the uh, imagery of the, the rabid dog. Oh. Now, when I Google Old Yeller, mm. what comes up is Old Yeller, parentheses, film series. The dog dies at the end of the first movie. <laughs> like, what happens in the others? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, anyway, 1957. Yeah. It was not in black and white. It appears to it was in color. Yeah. It was based on a novel. Uh, blah, blah, blah. This is pretty pretty harsh of Garfield to yeah. say that's a happy ending because yeah. they shoot the dog. Mm. He, I mean, Garfield has a... He's, he's very prejudiced. Um, and, you know, there are plenty of cats out there that aren't. There are plenty of cats out there who... There are a lot of cats who are dog-friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. see them as, you know, their brothers and sisters. That's, you know, they have a lot of solidarity. Solidarity, yes. Between the domesticated animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, here you go. Look, 1957 film. The film's success led to a 1963 sequel. Right. Savage Sam. Oh, goodness. That doesn't make sense to me. Like the dog, old Yeller dies at the end of the first movie. But How the, is, it's, yeah, but it's not called Savage Yeller. It's called Savage, Savage Sam. Savage Sam. Savage Sam. Maybe um, could be the, the offspring. Old Yeller is undead. It's like a zombie dog. Maybe. Okay, based solely on the cover art of this movie. I'm guessing I do not need to know any more about it. No, I think we can move on. Tagline. I think we can wrap this up. Two tough Texans take on a tribe of renegade Apaches. Yeah, that is... Okay, this one seems very problematic. 1963, damn. All right. Uh, You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the Bear Friend Tea Party of podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to the podcatcher of your choice, blah, 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 blah. Our website, www.beingjimdavis.com. You can sign up to host the show. Um, Please do, so I don't have to do this again. We're still accepting submissions for Spreadsheet Challenge 9920. Send us your spreadsheets. We will describe them, critique them on air. If you give us editing properties, privileges, we will improve them. Mm. Spreadsheet Challenge 9920. Currently, Josh Gates is winning. Legitimate working really? artist Josh Gates. Oh, I love Josh Gates. Yeah. Yeah, he sent us a great a very good spreadsheet. Thank you and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. 
Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.